Sorry there, guys. humans and welcome to another episode of the mickey dudes podcast i'm your host dave koch my co-host pat Janetti, whatever his Dinetti. name is Janetti, can't be with us tonight so we have three of our wise guy mickey dude rotating commentators starting with the first one who just likes to jump down my throat from buffalo new york we have chuck fitzgerald besides they're tourists what do they know and from one of the Carolinas, I forget which one, we have Kyle Ostrander. It's the eastern one, but seriously, if you all uh, downloaded and listened to Where in the World is Kyle Ostrander, please send a stamped address, self, self, self-addressed self yeah, stamped envelope to the Mickey Dudes uh, address, which is on the website, and we will refund your money. I have yet to listen to that one. Do not listen to that one. I'm curious. I'm just saving it for a time I really need it. And rounding out yeah. our panel today, we have from Houston, Texas, Jeff Williams. Pat Donetti, I wouldn't. It all these a homing signal, and that's not good. <laughs> Go Astros. You people. Seriously. You people. And yes, you people. And speaking of you people and Pat Donetti, let's have a word from our sponsor. Who wants to go on an adventure? I know I do. If you do too, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact Blend. This coffee was inspired by Tiffin's restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom. This coffee has the world's oldest blend of Ethiopian and spicy Java beans. It has intense aroma, balanced with fruit and floral notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I went on an adventure this morning and it kept me going all day long. If you're ready for an adventure, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact. And we're back. Danetti has a voice like... Fill in the blanks. <laughs> this is the kid yeah. show, right? Well, it's a family show. No, I can't say it. It is the Misky Dudes podcast. The Misky Dudes podcast from Russia. <laughs> Actually, this episode will be out before that one, so nobody's going to really get that yet. But they will in, in January, so... Happy well, holidays, listeners. With the coming of the Christmas holiday and in observance of our new Mickey Dude Christmas Carol, which can be heard at the end of this show... We have decided to do the 12 days of Disney Christmas, talking about 12 things this year that Disney gave to me. Each one of these things is a gift in itself. We're going to have four. Actually, we're going to have three rounds with all four of us, giving three each to round out up to 12. I'm doing my math correct. I'm an English teacher, not a math teacher. And we're going to start tonight with the brains behind this one we're gonna start with mr williams well thank you very much so a lot of this spun off of the idea that uh 
Disney just plunked down over $50 billion for uh, 21st Century Fox. So I was thinking, okay, so, you know, what... That was kind of like a big, giant Christmas gift for a bunch of stockholders, uh, mainly mainly the Murdochs, but, well, that's another story. <laughs> but it kind of spun that idea, like, what what did Disney do for us this year that, that highlighted... Uh, the key things that made us really happy to be fans of Disney. So I guess there's a lot of things that we've, we've kind of cross-pollinated our list so we don't get any duplicates, but I will definitely start with, um, there's a land called Pandora, the world of Avatar. Now I'm not gonna say, just blanketly cover that one. Of course, that was an amazing new land they opened in Animal Kingdom. But I will focus my attention to uh, Satuli Canteen. I thought that that was such an amazing new, uh, in kind of new concept that they're trying out, and it involves a lot of you know, imaginative food that you would definitely not ever see in a theme park. And also, it incorporated a lot of grilled meats that are, you know, grilled right in front of you. It's pretty, pretty amazing for a counter service uh, place. And then the decor, and also at, uh, introducing the mobile ordering system was just pretty, pretty phenomenal. But all, all in all, it was just a, a cool experience. We, we've gone back probably a dozen times since then, and they keep incorporating new um, dishes uh, for every holiday. So been pretty, pretty impressed with that. I hope it's a nice trend that we can count on for Star Wars: uh, Galaxy's Edge coming up. Definitely agreed. I love those uh, protein bowls that they have over there. Yeah, that that and the um, the blueberry cheesecake dessert is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, we were there on Thanksgiving, and I don't know, you know, I, I got excited because they did a pumpkin one. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, they'll keep it for for a while. It was amazing, but it's only Thanksgiving Day, so I, I don't know. They they're doing something for um, the Christmas holiday right now. Um, I forgot. Which yeah. begs the question: Why would they be doing that, though? Yeah, try to why? stimulate. Yeah, keep it the be- normal or something. Yeah. Why does that beg the question? They're going because- above and beyond. I, I I actually love that. Even if it's just a one day thing, this is a lot better than the limited time magic promotion that they had a couple of years ago, where it was quote limited time, but it was all stuff that you could do every day. Um, stuff like that, stuff that's unique, stuff stuff that they're they're not marketing. I think that's just a generic, a pure form of, hey, we, we acknowledge that something outside of the Disney bubble is happening, and it may be Thanksgiving, but here's something small that we can do. Now, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin. I think it's very basic, so I'm not going to agree with the, the flavor choice on that one. But I think that's a fantastic thing that Disney's doing, even if it's just for a limited time like that, without marketing it. Anywhere... Within Disney World, I'd be like, fine, but Pandora, it just doesn't go with the theme. When you cross that bridge, you are going through an intergalactic portal, and you're going to a different planet. You know, I, so, I agree with do you, they Dave. have? Yeah, I'm like, so Thanksgiving is an American national holiday well, over here. On that day, you know, yes. Do they, have, do they have Thanksgiving on Pandora, we're not we're not thanking Awa, you know. Well, you know, yeah, Dave. I never saw a chicken on Pandora, but they do still serve chicken in the mess hall. 
Yeah, we're expats. I just yeah. thought it was a Pandoran chicken. Something like, some some type of Pandoran fowl. Like a pork. <laughs> well, Pandora is now in America, so they must celebrate our holidays. <laughs> we have colonized and conquered. Very good. <laughs> well. No, we didn't colonize or buy it well, to us. Well, if that's the case, the Wizarding World of ha- Harry Potter is also in our country, but we're not celebrating Boxing Day. <laughs> I boxed up a wand. Uh, but. one. Did you did you pay for it first? I guess, well, yeah, I guess I did do that. <laughs> I got some words from Harry Potter, but it's the family show. <laughs> Kyle's just thwarted by the family rating. <laughs> That's good. Thwarted. Twice. Keeping a tight lip seal on Kyle. It's a good thing. Until now. And speaking of that tight lip seal, Kyle. What's your yes, sir. second thing First. at Christmas that Disney gave to me? I, mean, I know my last show is horrible, so I get I get I lose my first one. No, I'm just my going with choice. the song. So Jeff gave the first, so you're getting the second. Oh, okay, I, I got it. All right, well, on the second day of Christmas, Disney gave to me the Disney Disability Access Service. Um, again, I preach this thing numerous times, different shows. I bring it as much as I can. It's probably the best thing they have for my family. It helps us enjoy the parks while helping my child enjoy the parks as well at his speed. And we can do things. We can do things so he doesn't get too. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the word right. We all know what I'm talking about. It's too uh, overstimulated. That's a good word, Chuck. Thank you. I was going to say that, too. I just wasn't sure if it was the appropriate term to use, so I just kind of kept it. It's a good word because when, when he gets overstimulated, everybody gets overstimulated. And not just for my family, but everybody who has a special needs child or special needs in their family, this is probably the best thing you can take advantage of to help you enjoy your vacation. I have experienced it myself with my father, who has uh, two replaced knees and a fake hip and a reconstructed shoulder, so he has a little bit of uh, pain, and he has no problem actually staying through the line, and his pride did not let him get it for a while, but the last trip, I'm like, look, you you need to just, you're here to enjoy yourself. This can help you do that at this point. And he agreed to let me sign him up for it, and it worked out very well to his comfort. So right. I'm very happy with it myself. That's great. And Chuck, on the third day of Christmas, what did Disney give to you? Well, it's interesting that we had to wait for the third day because it's about a 72-hour wait to experience this. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's almost Ooh. like I'm, what you're going to talk about. So. It's almost like I'm well rested. Um, <laughs> flights of passage. Ah, okay. I yes. get that now. Good. Well played. Thank you. Um, flights of passage is one of the best rides, if not the best. I'm going to make a bold statement right now. Uh, flights of passage, the best ride in Disney World right now. It is a million times better than Peter Pan and justifies the 72-hour wait to get onto it. Um, it's technologically advanced. It's 3D. It's soaring on steroids. Yes, I understand that. Um, the pre-show's a little bit long, and uh, we're gonna uh, 
fly drives me crazy. It drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> see, you see, I love that little detail. The way they do it, it just I always think, okay, that's really cool. He's even No. He's even really acting it nope. playing it up very nope. well. Nope. Nope. Drives me crazy. Drives me absolutely crazy. I that pre-show is about ten minutes too long, and if they took You're out wrong. all the uhs and ums, it wouldn't be a problem. But regardless of that... Oh, you mean like I used to do on this podcast and then there were too many of them, so I just gave up in the editing process? No, no. Like, <laughs> I, he's selling it Mr. up for the Quattrochi camera. Quattrochi is the best for that one. <laughs> he's selling it up for the camera. And it extends the pre-show longer than it needs to be. You're in two pre-show rooms. But regardless of that, the ride is that good. Heather... Um, You're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. You're just... You're just bitter that you're affected with Pandoran parasites. Well, that may be, but that's not the only parasites that I have. Um, Heather and I... Is that, is, is that, is that Navi pumpkin cake? <laughs> um, Heather was very apprehensive about going to Pandora. Um, never saw the movie, never really had any interest in Avatar. But when she went on Flights of Passage, uh, it, it really brought it all in and she saw that it wasn't just about the movie and the experience of the ride was a universal thing not universal the park universal the concept <laughs> and I, I challenge you to find someone who was actually able to ride that ride that did not enjoy the ride and as you're standing in the gift shop you're going to see people walk out with smiles on their face and I guarantee it by the way we lost Jeff Right. I mean, I think the te- technology in that ride is uh, bar none. I mean, second to none. I the, the second to none. Bar none. Bar none's the same thing. It's, it's a southern thing. Oh, I All thought right. that was the ranch on Hey Dude. It is. is. It? Yes. Um, oh, look at that! It is actually right next, cool. to, right next to Cap, right next to Camp Anawana. We hold you in our hearts. In our hearts. And when, when we when think, think about, about you, you, this yeah, thing fell apart. Okay, it makes us. Uh, but anyway, you know the thing I keep bragging about that ride is maybe stupid, but when you when you're in the cave and the banshee's taking a rest and you feel it breathing, blows my, blows my mind every time. Just those little details. Yes, I do think and they kind of oversold that. But oh, it's, it's fantastic! But I, I what I expected and what we got were a little bit different. Um, but that's that may be more on me than on them. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. And let's see, since we can't... Well, it's my turn anyway, but I'm still trying to rehail Jeff in the same time. So, with that said, on the fourth day of Christmas, Disney gave to me the minivan service. How cool mm-hmm. is this thing? It's Uber for Disney... Yeah, it's expensive. It's 20 bucks anywhere on property, and it's hard to kind of get everything around, but... Kyle's waving at me. What would you like to say, Kyle? <laughs> no, he, he no, was waving Chuck, Chuck was, was waving, waving at somebody, and I was waving Chuck to wave at Heather. Kind of like a cross, like a cross wave. Kyle oh, cross wave. We okay, we get that. So, as I was saying, expensive, yes... But the service you're getting on these minivans, they will pick you up at the bus stops. They're prompt. They're quick. The 
cast members who drive them are loving their jobs. Nope, nobody wants to leave, according to the lady that I had for my first one. She was just lovely to be around. It was a really nice conversation. I was actually so, I was actually a little sad that the, the ride ended when she dropped me off at my resort because I really was enjoying the conversation with her. Uh, so a shout out to Kelly at this because I was telling her about the podcast. So hopefully she started listening to us. So. I definitely would say try to take a minivan just for the experience itself. They are quite fun. Now, is it still only certain resorts or everywhere now? It is still only now? certain resorts, and apparently when you check in, they give you a code that you have to put into Lyft to be able to hail one. Now, I don't know if that's true because I didn't have to do that when we checked into Yacht Club. It just knew we were there, and I did not have to put in a code. That might be the thing, too, because mm. I I had mine pick me up at the Magic Kingdom, and I wasn't able to find one on mine. And my friend who was a cast member was able to get it for me, and I just uh, sent him 20 bucks via uh, AOL, not AOL, uh, Facebook Instant Messenger. And AOL? You know what happened? AIM actually... <laughs> The reason why AIM. the reason why I said AOL is because this week AIM finally like ceased to exist and completely just came offline and I got an email from them and I had like all these from all these years as a teenager all these archived conversations with people that I was uh, trying to that I was that I had to go through and some of them I wanted to save for sentimental reasons so I had to go back into my account and archive and actually physically cut and paste certain things so that I had things later on. So, cause some, some of the conversations I had, I have to really keep uh, close because some were quite incriminating back in the day. And we cannot get Jeff to reconnect. So we're going to have to uh, splice him in, in uh, post-production. So Kyle on the fifth day yes, of sir. Christmas, what did Disney give to you? Want to be sick since Jeff went before me? No, we're just gonna have Jeff add at the end. Okay, that sounds good. Um, on the sixth day of Christmas, Disney fifth gave day to of me Christmas, fifth day of Christmas, or the sixth, whichever one's counting. Who's giving the crap? Star Wars. Disney bought Star Wars. Um, I don't think they made it better, but they brought it back. This is gonna be kind of like a three-year thing. On the was it 2014? They brought it. They bought it. 12, 13. Who knows? But the fact they brought it back, they're making it better. They make great movies so far. Force Awakens is awesome. Rogue One was better. Episode 8 was pretty damn good, in my opinion. Um, it's bringing back the inner nerd in me. I got more to look forward to besides comic books and books. Since I can't read. So, yeah. Star Wars. In the new Star Wars land, new Star Wars hotel. Which I'll be down there for opening day. If anyone wants to come join me. Are you paying? Yeah. Um, I'll pay for my room. All right, we're staying in Kyle's buy... room. There we go. He's paying. All I ask for is a couple drinks and some no blue milk because I'm lactose intolerant. But we don't want that either, then. And and, and no rum because I'm rum intolerant too. Huh? And tequila mixed with misdemeanors, so whiskey and beer is all I get. I can get drink. Okay. Excellent. Star Wars. So, we'll be out uh, further away. What was your uh, take on the new uh, movie, The Last Jedi? 
Um, try not to do any spoilers, but it was a great movie. It's good into tie-in to what's coming in episode nine, hopefully. Um, some sad parts. And there was a couple parts in there that I think should not have been should not have been in there. It was kind of boring. Yeah. My bathroom breaks, if you will. I am going to make a confession and say that I fell asleep on the movie. And I think we talked. I thought. I think we talked beforehand, but I think you fell asleep during my bathroom break time. So. Yeah, there was just a part of it. I guess it was. I saw it really late, and it was a long day. And I guess I was just. I guess I'm getting older because I used to be a night owl, but I just was not. Feeling it for a while, and for maybe about two or three scenes, I really just went out cold. And then I woke up with a loud noise in one of the scenes. It woke me up, and it, all of a sudden, I really didn't know what was going on, but there was non-stop action again. So that's when it woke me up afterwards, and I was fine and, with it. But I do have to go back and see the other part again. Yeah. And a warning, this is the longest Star Wars movie at two and a half hours. Episode two was longer at, two, at long next longest at two hours and twenty minutes. So don't drink as much as I did and take many potty breaks. I don't believe that it is the best Star Wars movie out there by far. Like no. all these people are saying, they're saying that it's another Empire and all that. And yeah, no, I don't believe no. that. I don't agree with that. What I did like was. Uh, the Force Awakens was a mirror of A New Hope. I thought I would see that again where they would just be retelling Empire with The Last Jedi and you do not get that. So that's the one thing that I like no. about it. This was very original. Chuck, what about you? Except for- I loved it. Um, I thought it was a fantastic movie. It had all the thematic elements of a good movie. Um, it did drag on in a couple of parts, and I did have a couple of problems with just continuality. Um, but other than that, it, w- it was great. All right, and I'm getting a message from Jeff saying to continue on without him because he's having Wi-Fi issues. So let's hope that he can get a little creative and add his conversation to the mix later on in the show. Otherwise... We are going to have something like the 10 days of Christmas Six. because yeah. he won't give his other two. We can't count anyway, so exactly. it's about par for the course. So now yes. on the sixth day of Christmas, Chuck, what did Disney give to you? Wait, am I six or five? You're six. I'm f- I was really five. Can't count. I'm um, counting. No, we I'm can't. I'm keeping count. Oh, very so. good then. I'm the host. I keep count. Now. Just answer the question. I did go to high school in South Carolina, so don't trust anything I say. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Disney gave us. Wait, you went to high school? No, that's a fair point. No, uh, no, dude. No. Well, <laughs> he was enrolled, whether or not he actually went. <laughs> All you need to do is show up on that first day, and then you're on the register, and then that's it. You can be truant the rest of the time. First and last. There's one thing. Yeah, to- all those. I didn't miss that dirt floor in my classroom full of six kids. That's the thing that uh, To Kill a Mockingbird taught me. So, on the sixth day of Disney Christmas, Disney gave us the Festival of the Arts. Um, Okay, yeah, I understand that it now makes Epcot the festival park in which there are maybe three weeks in total in which there's not a festival. 
because right now we're in the Christmas festival and they have food booths again, but regardless. Um, I really do think that this is a great addition to Epcot. Uh, it, it draws people into the park, yes, but it's not just food and wine. It's not just alcohol that's getting people into the park. It's a lot more than that. You're getting unique merchandise. You're getting unique opportunities. They had that paint-by-number thing last year in which you helped make a mural. Um, and that's really something that I think it's overlooked a lot by on things that Disney can and cannot do. But that's really one of the things that um, made for a good experience for those people that got to experience Festival of the Arts. And you know what? They tried something new. Yes, it was kind of the same formula, but it was different. It wasn't just food and wine and flower and garden. This expanded that quite a bit I'm upset because I'm going to miss it I'm going down for marathon weekend and I'm going back for Disney princess weekend and I'm literally going to miss between those times is when it's going on and from it starts a few days after I leave and it ends the day before I arrive so I kind of uh feel like I'm going to be gypped as far as that, but I get to go to Disney a lot, so I'm not going to complain about that. I just kind of wish that I would have an opportunity to experience this. It is something from my Disney bucket list. Yeah, it looks like the quintessential um, festival to, to check out now. Nice. Jeff is Jeff. back. Jeff. <laughs> Manami. You must sing your Shorts theme song yeah. now. <laughs> nice. Don't worry. Since Clarissa is not here to explain it all, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> but with that said, Jeff, on the seventh day of Christmas, what did Disney give to you? Well, you, you guys uh, might recall that uh, the most famous reindeer of all, but in the meantime... <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime as you're recalling the most famous reindeer of all I'm pulling my list up um, okay so I read somewhere online that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the perfect song about how to ignore people until you want something from them <laughs> I like it mm. <laughs> so you know how uh, this Tower of Terror has been transformed to be uh, a lot of projection shows. So for the holidays, they started to kick off this Tower of Terror projection show. And, um, you know, I was skeptical. I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. More projections and just trying to maneuver where crowds are going. But you know what? I experienced it firsthand, and it blew me away. I, just, I didn't know how much I would like it. Now... It is the holidays, and that has another special uh, effect on your psyche. But um, and then the music, and then the the snope that, that's coming down, that whole has a effect to it. But knowing that they just had the Galactic Knights uh, second night uh, private event, uh, Star Wars private event in Hollywood Studios, and they did. Uh, if you guys can YouTube it, but it's if you guys saw any of those projections, it was pretty. They were pretty freaking cool. Um, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, there's a lot of uh, potential there. And then uh, Jim Hill said they were definitely gearing up for Halloween. So 
Um, they said they're they're more than likely going to have either a private Halloween event next year or just a continuous, just another thing to have in the parks that's continually going on, kind of like it did for the Christmas holidays. So I'm really thankful for that projection concept. You know, fireworks are, are one thing, but you, fireworks are very, it's very hard to get creative and, and have a deep uh, uh, technique technique uh you know oh look it's a heart oh wait a minute it's mickey ears you know that's about as deep as you can go with fireworks but these projection shows are getting very creative and and, and a lot of thought put into them yeah i was uh skeptical myself and i thought it was really done very well what i do like is that the christmas thing is going on if you look really carefully you can see the windows still opening and among the music, you could still hear the screams of the people because the ride is still going on. So, <laughs> yeah, that's really? quite. I thought they would actually close the ride, but you see the windows still open up. You still, the, you still the people. You have to listen carefully because there's a lot of music playing to kind of drown it out. But if you really listen carefully, you could still hear the screams. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so Jeff, with the snope, was it Supreme Leader Snope? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that hopefully they they included some uh, dark side matter there. Supreme <laughs> leader I'm liking it. And something that I'm liking is a gift that on the eighth day of Christmas Disney gave to me a pineapple upside down cake with Dole Whip on top. Say what now? The most amazing confection ever. A warm pineapple upside down cake, and they serve it warm with Dole Whip. And I get the Dole Whip vanilla and pineapple swirl on it. It is better than a Dole Whip float. It is just nature's perfect food. And and where is this at? Because this first I've heard of this. You can get it at Aloha Isle. Oh, my God. (laughs) At this point. You see what they did? I'm, I'm... I'm wearing my Orangeburg shirt, but I'm about to become a traitor. Whoa! A traitor. Whoa. Sorry there, guys. Parental, parental advisory. There goes our family um, rating, Kyle. What are you going to do to the Orangeburg? I, I missed it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, oh, I can't see anything right now. I'm too embarrassed. You know, you couple that, Kyle, with the mobile ordering, and uh, I tell you Hey, what, whoa! That... <laughs> <laughs> I won't say any more, but I, I'm with Dave, Dave on this one. Dave uh, hooked me up, told me about this, and our Thanksgiving trip. Uh, I went through the whole freaking festival, uh, holiday festival in, in Epcot, and there was some amazing things there. But this pineapple upside down cake with a Dole Whip uh, swirl on top was just it blew it away i had to have i think and the fact that you can mobile order it is yeah. the best because i have never stood online for it yeah yeah that's it, it, there's no friction it's like frictionless well, uh, why don't we just go to me next like right now and we continue this <laughs> yeah, why don't you go chuck you know it's just i've heard i've heard it's mobile ordering before what are, what are you somewhere. gonna do to the orange bird chuck that was kyle well oh, kyle, kyle has the mustache on it for it now so I had the Orangeburg shirt on. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm about to strip this thing off and become a traitor for a second. That sounds amazing. That does not sound amazing. It looks like you should be doing something from the 1970s. But... <laughs> so therefore, my shirt should come off. 
uh, wax your chest first. But with that said, I had Chuck, no chest here. On the ninth Zucker. day oh, of Christmas, what did Disney give to you? Disney gave us this year one of the best inventions, other than uh, minivan service, based on its convenience, mobile ordering. Um, it's why did you say something before we were talking about? Yeah, I know ordering. it's weird. I should have said something then. <laughs> um, wow, it's like a new, it's like a it new is. thing. I've never heard of before. Disney's mobile ordering saves you the wait in line. It's fast pass for your food. You walk right up to the counter, you get your food, you walk right away. It's one of the best things that Disney has done. The only two downsides, I guess three. Um, it has to be on your credit card. Keep going. You, you can't charge it to your room. You can't use dining plan credits, and that's the I guess one because I don't use the dining plan, so that's not really a uh, a concern for me. But there are no discounts on food, so if you have an annual pass um, where you would normally get your twenty percent or fifteen percent discount at your counter service restaurant, you will not get that utilizing mobile ordering. In the grand scheme of things, it's only a couple of dollars, so I, I don't know if that's going to make it or break it for you. But it is, you know, still expensive. But the the time that you save waiting in line, the fact that you get to customize it, and the lack of human interaction that is required to do it is fantastic. I'm surprised that they haven't had the technology to be able to link the annual passes yet. For oh, no, no, no. Like Hang on. I think you're misunderstanding, Dave. They absolutely have the technology. They don't have the will to do it because they're getting money hand over fist. This is true, but it just surprises me for the fact that if you use the shop, the shop Disney Parks app, I have my AP on that one. Mm-hmm. You to use the same one to log in. And when you buy something there, even if you're buying it and having it shipped home, even when you're home, you get your AP discount. Yep, you are 100% right on that. But... This is a food thing, and Disney is going to very quickly realize that they don't need it for people to use it. So is it attached to your experience, or you got to do a whole different It is my app? Disney experience. Um, it's right on the main page, actually, as I pull up my Disney experience right now. Um, if you click on the same screen that you would get any of your information from, so your fast passes, things like that... Um, you can see right there. What do you mean in-app purchase? The, my Disney experience has decided to tell us that we can now purchase things in the app. So that's fantastic. Um, but if you do that, you click on it. You can scroll over to where your my plans are. The third one is order food, and it gives you a list of where you can order food from, starting in Magic Kingdom. So you can go to Aloha Isle. I'm not going to go through all of these. You can get your hot dogs from Casey's. You can get, you can actually get your uh, pepper jack cheese pretzel from Lunching Pad. And this was a test that they were doing while we were there in November. You can order food from Tomorrowland Terrace. It's the only way to do it is through this app. Um, there's three places at Epcot. There's more at Hollywood Studios and there's five at uh, Animal Kingdom with one at Disney Springs. Satuli Canteen being the place that I used it. And it was fantastic. The convenience was there. Granted, after I walked in, I realized I wouldn't have had to wait in line had I actually waited in line. Um, So it was kind of a moot point. But the experience was great. Alrighty. And so you can order one of them uh, pineapple Dole Yes, lips, pineapple upside-down Dole Whips. Okay. Yep. But don't drop okay. it. Even though it's upside-down, you cannot eat it upside-down, Kyle. 
What's the purpose then? It's a, it's a good question. We've discovered a flaw in the Disney logic. <laughs> I'm going to rescue us from this sinking ship and I'm going to say, Kyle. What do you want? <laughs> on the 10th day of Christmas, what did Disney give to you? All right. Um, the 10th day of Christmas, Disney gave to me this amazing Disney community. Um, I have utilized it in the past uh, two weeks, about two times. You know, I, I text, you know, who's down in Disney World. Um, someone answered up and was like, hey, can you get me something for me? For my wife. She's getting some rose gold, rose gold mini ears, which you can't find online for some damn reason. And getting shipped to me. Uh, Mr. Chuck and Miss Heather were kind enough, and Dave, I sent you on the search too for some Chippendale dolls. Since Jake ate the face off Dale and it looks like a Chucky movie <laughs> character now, it freaks me out, really, dude. But anyway, it's the fact that, you know, this community's close, the Disney community is close, close knit. You know, I can call on a favor. Anybody can call on a favor for me. You know, there's no questions asked. Well, maybe some questions asked depends on what I'm ordering. Yeah, but the blow up doll was a little bit crazy. I told you to go outside Disney World for that one. <laughs> yeah, there's, but there's you a, wanted it to look like Aurora. <laughs> there's there is a Disney discount outlet store about three miles away. You can. Anywhere. I know. I live down the road from it. I passed it every time I was going. <laughs> but anyway, Disney gives us a community that we are close knit. We like each other, kind of, somewhat, and it's again it's a whole. I can't, I can't think of a word right now because I'm stupid community that you know we can call upon each other if we need help for anything you need something stupid like hey dave down you're down in disney world you know what's the wait long what's the, what's the wait times kind of deal you know disney mobile saying 35 minutes but dave says two hours kind of thing but you know the disney community is great i like it i got i got friends now thanks to this they haven't seen my face yet but you know until then you know it's a great thing you should show your face because it shows your lovely 70s style mustache. 1968. Okay. <laughs> I like it. No, that's a great. That's a great call, Kyle. Um, there, there's so many different things like like hacks too that we, we kind of find the, the the ins and outs and the shortcuts for doing things. Um, they were talking about uh, flight of passage earlier. I mean, we were learning things like, hey, they're they're starting to drop. Flight of Passage fast passes at you know later in the afternoon, and then recently I was listening to uh, some people, and they were saying, literally they've got it down to a science. They drop more fast passes at 307 I'm like, this is crazy that this community is on top of this stuff. So yeah, there's, there's so many little little cool little tricks you always find. Jeff, why are you telling the secrets? Dang it! Well, no, well the hundred people that listen will know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, Chuck, you the, left. And I was I, giving. I you heard everything. People that listen, because we're getting about you 400 did. downloads per show. Now. Nice. Yeah. Yes, and, and again, thank you, uh, Miss Heather and Mr. Heather, for what they did for well, me. Well, you know what? Other than being called Mr. Heather, it was our pleasure. In fact, I think I was with Dave when you texted us both the at the same time. <laughs> Congratulations! It's, it's, it, congratulations on your uh, engagement, which happened you. down in Disney World. Yes, it did. It was so. How the future, Mister Heather? How long will it take you to uh, change your last name to Friedman? I will not be changing my last name. 
<laughs> Are we getting invites? We'll see. Uh, they're they're in the ba- yeah mm. pony. Um, well, I'm, what? I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, you know. It's just I got Dave and Chuck texting me. I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. All of a sudden, Chuck, this is what you want? Uh, hell, I, that's what I, I don't want. remember where we found it. I think we found it at Epcot. Mouse gears. Yeah, we we really? did find it at Mouse, Mouse gears. gears. Yeah. Wow. And then this is great. That was the day you left, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, that was the last thing I was doing on the way out. Yeah, it was. It was. And then we found it at literally five seconds after you walked away. Yeah, I, I was there when you guys found it. And then that, that's actually when we said goodbye. You found it, you took the picture, and then we said our parting goodbyes. Indeed. And then we, I continued with my vacation for another, I don't know, 36 hours, which we'll have to cover in another show because that's quite the story. And then I uh, continued my Christmas vacation a, a month later over there. Dave, you lived there for a month. And then I went back four times in the, in the next four months. <laughs> Was there in November, December, I'll be there in January, and I'll be there in February, then April. Then hopefully living there, we'll see. From my mouth mm. to God's ears. But with that said... Jeff, on the 11th day of Christmas, what did Disney give to you? So Disney, with their massive uh, pocketbook, uh, (laughs) is uh, throwing down some money to get uh, 21st Century Fox, like we said earlier. Um, I think one of the coolest things that I think is going to come out of this is it just, this just in, uh, Fox owns Fight Club. And uh, I'm thinking of like starting our own Disney Fight Club. Not. We already did. We already <laughs> got one. We don't talk about it, Jeff. At it's Country Bear. Country, the, the, the what did I just say? We don't talk about it. <laughs> nice. No, really, uh, they also are owning uh, Blue Sky Animation Studios. So uh, Fox has been kind of slowly cranking out these uh, really, really cute movies for quite a while. You know, all kind of started with Ice Age and, and just snowballed, no pun intended. <laughs> Um, oh wait a minute! Those are the, those are ours now. Yeah. Ours, like as we say. Yeah, they're Disney. mine. They're all mine. Um, <laughs> no, they, they. You're right. So we're talking Ice Age. We're talking Rio. Um, you know, uh, more recently, uh, Ferdinand just came out. Uh, so um, I, I kind of am hesitant. I'm really excited about having kind of another. Uh, Collaboration, collaborative animation studio to work with, but then, then the, the negative part of me comes out and says, "Oh crap, who's losing their job?" And you know, in this deal, but I, I'm hoping that they will come to terms and still kind of keep this studio alive to crank out some very unique, perspective, um, funny, animated movies, and not you know, and not have the pixie dust really take it over. So. Anyway, I'm thankful for just some more more uh, catalog animation. What I found... Don't touch a Simpsons. <laughs> well, I do have a request now that Disney owns... Well, not yet, but once Disney does own 21st Century Fox. Can we replace the um, loading music at all monorail stations with the monorail song? Yes. Nice. Uh, that would be... Phil Hartman is on... 
I just want I just want a statue of Lyle Langley. <laughs> you know that man did so much for the Springfield community and uh, Shelbyville and North and Haverbrook. North Haverbrook. Yeah. <laughs> and Ogdenville. And Ogdenville. Ain't no monorail, and there never was. <laughs> monorail. You know what? What's Disney it? can now create the monorail cafe. It'll never be open. But you know what I don't? You know what I don't get about that? They bought they bought 20th Century Fox, but Main Street's still all cracked and broken. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, yeah. So, are we going to get a uh, Lyle, Lyle Langley. guy's name, Phil Hartman, to fix? Yeah, Lyle Langley to fix our monorail well, system. Well, here's the issue that I can foresee. He works with Siemens now. Yeah, he he, he left uh, he left the monorail selling industry and works for Siemens, who no longer is a partner with Disney. Um, another interesting point, though, to Disney buying 21st century or 20th century Fox or whatever century they're in now. <laughs> Disney now owns Springfield, Marvel, American Horror Story, which is a very big thing that Universal does during um, Halloween Horror Nights. So Disney is very, very meticulously picking apart Universal's properties that they use while picking apart properties. Hmm, Good. Alliteration aside, um, monorail. (laughs) We're we're off the monorail, Kyle. (laughs) Um, Disney's picking apart the properties. There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> Disney is Beep. surgically removing select properties that uh, Universal has and putting them in their own pocketbooks. So Disney is really making money on stuff that Universal Disney is, needs to is buy doing. Comcast now and just basically make Universal and Islands of Adventure their, their seventh and... Their sixth and seventh gate. Uh, where's the fifth one, Dave? Disney Springs. Where's the fifth one? No, there is yeah, no gate right. to get into Disney Springs. But I mean, only reason, the only reason they bought Fox is so they can put the 21st Century fanfare in front of the Star Wars movies again. Mm-hmm. And you know that'd be interesting. I wish the Great Movie Ride. Oh, we're going way off the rails on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the uh, Great Movie train Ride still ride existed. <laughs> If Disney owned the rights to all the 20th Century Fox um, media and the great movie ride still exists, you'd have two media conglomerates just with so much material that they could put into that ride. It would not have been massacred like it was by TCM taking over. What's that word again? Conglomerates? Massacred? Good. Good Lord. Stop. 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 Well... Here's one that's going to really put it into uh, perspective. I saw this. I don't know if it was on Twitter or somebody's uh, Facebook feed, but it was like, wow. Disney now owns Star Wars and Spaceballs. (laughs) That brings us to Ray's parents. Wow. (laughs) Who are undoubtedly, undoubtedly. um, Oh, damn. No, it's not Dark Helmet. Absolutely not Dark Helmet. Indubitably. (laughs) Indubitably, It was not Dark Helmet. He uh, he had that big helmet on. It, it couldn't have been him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. So, man, that would have been... Oh, maybe they're bringing that back. Make it, let's make that. Spaceballs the ride. Sp- <laughs> that, <laughs> Duh, that's what they're dude. replacing Star Tours with. Spaceballs the ride. The quest for more money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. And breaking out the 12 days of Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas, 
Disney gave to me <laughs> new security procedures at the Magic Kingdom, and I think this is absolutely great. Now you go on through security on the monorail at the monorail resorts. So you, when you get to the Magic Kingdom, you just have to just tap your Magic Band to get in. There is a there is a spot on the buses. When you get off the buses, you go through a little uh, security thing. So if you take the buses, if you're walking over from the Contemporary, there's a little spot on the on on the walkway, and the boats. You have it there too when you get off the boats. But it just br really kills congestion in front of the Magic Kingdom, and it makes life so much easier. The only thing that I wish that they did with this was when you're on the monorail. If you got on the monorail and you're taking the Epcot monorail, at the TTC, even to get on the monorail, you have to go through security anyway. So I wish they were able to reroute the lines that once you get off the uh, monorail at Epcot, you can just go straight in and not have to go into security now. The infrastructure is not there for it, just the way it's kind of set up at the moment. But I kind of wish they can maybe do some do some construction and fix that. I agree. Security measures are ten times better than what they were when they first started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree, but I don't know. It's still very concerning. Um, not necessarily at the Magic Kingdom, but everywhere else. In in terms I'm of I'm just talking MK just okay. straight through. All right. So so I'm okay. not going to go down that yeah. road. Um, but the the aesthetic that Disney opened up by pulling security back away from uh, the main gate is fantastic. It's reduced congregation in that area and just pulled it out a little bit further because you still have all the bus people going through security at the same checkpoint. You still have, and that's really the biggest one because everything else goes through security at the TTC. Except for the boats. The boats actually do it right on the dock when you get into... Well, still, it's at the TTC. No, well, yeah, Russia. yeah, you do get that at proper. the TTC. But I, I, actually, I'm talking the hotels, though. If you get on the boat at the hotel, you actually go, don't go to security until you get to the, the dock at Magic Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. But I never. What the old security system I is? I haven't taken the Joe Fowler from the TTC in a very long time because. I refuse to go to the TTC. I just circumvent it anytime I go because I'm either taking a uh, I'm taking a bus over there, or I'm driving and I won't park at the TTC. I'm just gonna park at one of the resorts. Mr. Moneybags here, or he'll take the twenty dollar a trip minivan. Which, Dave, no, how many minivan rides have you taken? I've only taken one. Oh. Well then, <laughs> and honestly, the only never mind. Reason, I've taken more. The only reason why I took it was because the next day I had um, I had the race and I needed to get to sleep for it. So it was just one of those things that it was the Magic Kingdom was was uh, emptying out and there was no uh, there was very little time to kind of just go from one place to the other. And I knew that it would take a while to kind of get onto the monorail would be take a while to get onto the boats the monorail yeah. i tell you one thing the bus was crazy i'm like you know what i just want to get to bed yeah. so i just i ate the 20 bucks in that case i tell you one thing uh, we stayed at the bay lake tower for the first time and now this new process you walk obviously walking is always better anyway because it's really close and the their tiny little security uh table there it was so quick you just boom boom and you're in the magic kingdom it was, it was 
about the most frictionless way to get in there. I really, I really like that. That's enough. All right, gentlemen, and with that, let's go around and tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. Kyle, where are you? I'm right <laughs> here. And on the internet? Oh, um, uh, Instagram, TurkeyLeg01, Twitter, TurkeyLeg1, Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Chuck, what about you? I can be found on the Twitter machine, at Chuck in the Chat. I Excellent. <laughs> Jeff, what about you? Yeah, I'm at Braindud92 on Twitter and uh, Braindu um, on Instagram. I'm slowly, me and Kyle are getting together and working on a new website. Um, <laughs> it's KyleDoesTheOrangeBird.com. It's not going to be family friendly, <laughs> but no, we're going to make we're going to make some money to su- supplement this uh, Disney uh, infatuation we have. Tweet, tweet. 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 <laughs> Rio 3. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to re- rewrite the Orange Bird song now. And that we proudly present the 12 Days of Mickey Dudes. On the first day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the second day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me websites from Jeff and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the third day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me fifteen bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the fourth day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me beer tips from Tim, fifteen bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the fifth day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me Joe's love of New Jersey. Beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jim, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the sixth day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me silence and crickets. Joe's love of New Jersey. Beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the seventh day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me trivia from Patrick, silence, then crickets. Joe's love of New Jersey. Beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the eighth day of Christmas, the Mickey Dudes gave to me stories from David, trivia from Patrick, silence the crickets, Joe's love of New Jersey. Beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me dad jokes from Kyle, stories from David, trivia from Patrick, silence and crickets, Joe's love of New Jersey. Beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the tenth day of Christmas, my Mickey dudes gave to me rants from a Scotsman, 
dad jokes from Kyle, stories from David, trivia from Patrick, silence than crickets, Joe's love of New Jersey, I love you New Jersey, beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites for Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the eleventh day of Christmas, the Mickey dudes gave to me wrong intro from Chuck. Rants from a Scotsman, dad jokes from Kyle, stories from David, trivia from Patrick, silence than crickets, Joe's love of New Jersey, beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. On the twelfth day of Christmas, the Mickey dudes gave to me. DVC resale, wrong info from Chuck, rants from a Scotsman, dad jokes from Kyle, stories from David, trivia from Patrick, silence than crickets, Joe's love of New Jersey, beer tips from Tim, 15 bucks for snacks, websites from Jeff, and a bag of Joffrey's coffee. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. I'm going to do it with the beard.